News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. On the Mark is powered by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area at 221 North 36th Street, Quincy. Faith, family, and giving back. That's Cunis Country. And now, here's Mark Hespin. Good morning, Tri-State, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KHMO app. I am Mark Hespin. This is On the Mark, brought to you by Cutest Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the Tri-State area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis Country. Tell them Mark sent you. Ask about that complimentary lifetime powertrain warranty. Uh, they're paying top dollar on trades today. Go A gorgeous day to get out there and uh, trade your car. Well, actually, right now, as I look out the window here in downtown Hannibal, a little rainy this morning on the uh, on the 27th of March. A little rainy, but uh, you know what? Can't complain too much. It looks like it's actually going to be uh, in the high 60s here in the tri-state today. I'm, not, I'm certainly not going to complain about that. Uh, so much to get to today. This is an NBA-heavy show, a basketball-heavy show. Obviously, NBA trade deadline. Uh, so much going on, so much happening, and uh, that's where we're going to get this thing started. As I always like to say, though, uh, if you're a, one of our listeners who listens on the app or if you're listening on uh, just terrestrial radio, that's awesome. So shout out to you. Uh, but as always, uh, as always, you can find us on Facebook, live on Facebook Live right now, uh, on the Mark KHMO. Just search on the Mark KHMO on Facebook. Or just follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mark Hespin, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. All right, let's jump into it. Hespin headline number one. Hespin's headlines on the Mark. This is the 79th episode of On the Mark, and it may be the first time I am saying something, and I'm about to go on a rant that is so positive about my Chicago Bulls. <laughs> it's almost been, it's literally been a year and a half, 18 months of us doing this show. And if you remember back in the early episodes, we're, I mean, we're talking about August, September, October of 2019, before COVID. And I would go on rants and rants and rants about Gar and Pax and the Bulls being rudderless and and and, and having no leadership and, and coaching mishaps, the horrible lineups, losing games that they should win, and feeling like the Bulls are just a lost organization. Well, here we are on March 27th of 2021. And the Chicago Bulls have a direction. Let's give it up. Way to go, Bulls. You have a goal, you have a direction, and you have real leadership. And and to be honest, it sounds silly to be something to celebrate something so simple, right? So it sounds silly to celebrate how oh my god, we have a direction. I want to I want to bake a cake, light some candles, blow them out and stuff my face. But that's how hard it's been for the Bulls and how much of a mess they've been since the Derrick Rose, Joe Kim Noah um, uh, peak of the early 2000 uh, teens, you know, the 10, 12, 11, 12 Bulls. Uh, and, and, you know, there were some nice times with Jimmy Butler, and that was a fun playoff run with Jimmy Butler, Rondo, and D-Wade. But even then, 
We as Bulls fans, while enjoying the moment, knew, well, what the heck's the direction of this team? Where are they going? What is, what is, what is going to happen with the Bulls? And for the first time in years, I mean, literally years, I got to watch a Bulls press conference with the leadership of Arturis Karnasovas, Mark Eversley, and Billy Donovan. And they talked about winning. They talked about prioritizing winning. They talked about winning now. And I did not at any point in time hear anything about development or future or resetting or planning for the future or any sort of young players and a a, a young core that's got to grow. No, no, no. To quote Arturis Karnasovas, the Bulls president, we want Chicago to be an attractive destination for free agents. We're serious here about winning. So the Bulls, obviously, if you don't know what I'm talking about, they made the trade. And I think it was the biggest trade of the trade deadline. It was the biggest and best player was moved. And that was getting uh, Nikola Vucevic, the two-time All-Star from the Orlando Magic, and pairing him in a Bulls front uh, with the Bulls uh, All-Star Zach Levine. They were both All-Stars together in the All-Star team this year. Uh, and they gave up Wendell Carter Jr., Otto Porter Jr., and two future first-round picks. I have no problem with anything that the Chicago Bulls did to get Nikola Vucevic. No problem at all. He's 30 years old, but he's like a Euro big man. So you really have another four really great years of basketball from Vucevic and a guy who really hasn't been injured much, plays a fluid game. He's averaging 24 points a game right now, career high at the age of 30. Lights out three-point shooter, over 30% from three-point this year. And he's a modern-day big man in the NBA. He is your pick-and-pop big man who will work brilliantly off the screen and rolls and the the two-man game, pick-and-roll game with Zach Levine. And Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic together should be a playoff team in the Eastern Conference. It's getting tight. The East is getting much deeper, much better, and there's a lot of talent in the East right now. And there's teams getting better. We'll talk about with uh, what the Miami Heat did here in just a little bit. But getting an all-star and trading for an all-star who you can bring in, have some control over, and hopefully put the core together of two guys you want to build around for at least the next four years as core players – That is a huge direction for the Chicago Bulls. And picks in the NBA are not like picks in the NFL. You cannot compare the two. They're just non-comparable. Because first-rounders in the NFL versus first-rounders in the NBA, you can get Hall of Fame-level talent in the NFL throughout the draft, through all six rounds, but... You're talking about first-rounders in the NBA and first-rounders in the NFL. It's just not comparable. The NBA every year gives you two or three guys that will go in the first two or three picks. One of them will be a hit. The other two will be okay. And then there will be one or two other guys throughout the rest of the draft that are like, oh, wow, that guy made an all-star team. He's pretty good. And they're pretty good. Rarely in the NBA do you get Six, seven, eight, nine, ten 
guys where you're like, oh, those are all great, and they become all-star level players and cornerstone pieces and go on to be parts of championships and building. In the NFL, you can get, even in a first round where the bust rate is high, you're going to get 10, 12, 13, 14, 15 players, almost 50%. They're like, that guy's a pro bowler or a consistent, uh, you know, high level quality starter that's going to help your team win games for years to come. The NBA is just not like that. It's all a crapshoot, especially after pick five. It's just a crapshoot. And you're getting these kids who are 18, 19 years old. Coming in raw, really talented, like you see with the Bulls right now with Patrick Williams. Love the raw ability. Love the idea that this is a guy that you can you can grow with. And now you start to see the Bulls' plan in the Bulls' direction. And and I want to go back to the idea of being a free agent destination. That is so important in the NBA. That is the most important thing in the NBA is to be a free agent destination. And you say, Mark, no, 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 it's, you're, you're wrong, Mark. It's all about, look what Boston's doing, you know, building, you know, draft picks and, 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 and cultivating guys, and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Marcus Martin and building up that. Where is Boston today? Battling for an eighth seed in the East. Look at the teams at the top of the league. Okay. Over not only just this year, but I'll go back further. This year alone, Clippers, Lakers in the West, they are completely built off of being an attractive destination. L.A. obviously is an attractive destination, but the Clippers weren't. But they were able to convince Kawhi Leonard and then able to convince Paul George. The Lakers, obviously the brand... But they were able to convince LeBron James and then go get Anthony Davis and lock him in to staying there because you built an attractive destination. Go to the East. Look at Brooklyn. Brooklyn was built off of selling themselves as, look at this high-culture team with the Spencer Dinwiddies and Jared Allens and all these assets that then the superstars look at and KD and, and, and Kyrie say, why don't we go there? We can plug and play and play with a lot of those guys, and then we can move those guys to go get other pieces and be an attractive destination. Look at Miami. Miami is consistently built off of being an attractive destination. Chicago should be Miami. Chicago, as a city and as a destination and as a history of a franchise, should not be compared to Boston and L.A. and the Lakers. And you can't compare Chicago to New York because New York does have an appeal. It's broader and bigger than Chicago. And there's East Coast biased. But Miami and Chicago should be that next tier. Of like, why don't free agents want to go there? The history of winning is there's some. But you're not directly living in a shadow. I mean, no one's going to, you know, you, unless you're LeBron James, no one's really comparing you to Michael Jordan. You're not going to have to really worry about that. They should be built on, hey, we consistently can get guys to want to commit to our program. And that's what I love that the Bulls are doing. So if I'm a big-time free agent now, uh, Carl Anthony Towns in a year or two, you know, point guard free agents, I'm looking and I go, wait a minute. The Bulls got some really solid pieces. They got guys, you know, obviously have two all-stars 
who would be if all of a sudden Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic, you know, Vucevic or Levine pick or choose is your third best player, that already is better than a lot of other teams in the NBA. Would you not take Vucevic or Levine as your third best player over Milwaukee's third best player, uh, Drew Holiday, right now? Absolutely. Absolutely, Levine and Vucevic are better players than Drew Holiday. And I would argue that Levine and Vucevic are right there, hand-in-hand, with their second-best player in a Chris Middleton. Now, they have Giannis, who's a top-five player in an elite talent, and he's there to stay. So now you got to find someone who can at least compete slightly with Giannis. So you have a Patrick Williams you hope develops, and you have all these other now younger pieces and some other assets that you still have. I mean, you got rid of Gafford, Hutchison, uh, you know, and Cornette, but you bring in people like Troy Brown Jr., who's young and has huge upside still. Daniel Tice, who's a veteran, who's a plug and play guy, who's not going to complain about his role on the team. Uh, but you know what you get out of him consistently night to night. So that, that's the type of stuff that excites me about where the Bulls are at. The Bulls can now be a, a, a place where free agents say, Hey, I could be the missing piece. If I'm a Kawhi Leonard, or if I'm a, uh, and I agree, Troy Brown, uh, you know, could be a huge slam dunk. He's getting comments on our Facebook Live. Tyler Dawson, I agree completely. Um, but you got to look bigger picture. And, and free agency, I mean, look at winning in the NBA over the past couple of years. The, the Golden State Warriors, yeah, they had pieces that they drafted, and that was huge. But then it was Kevin Durant and the free agency and being attractive to free agents that made them a dynasty. And you had the Cleveland Cavaliers were attractive to LeBron to come back because of the pieces they drafted in Kyrie and had flexibility to say, come on back at home and obviously the home account. But then you also look at the Toronto Raptors. They had pieces that they put together through draft and trades to make them an attractive destination at least to trade for a Kawhi Leonard to go get a guy a rental and go win a championship. The NBA, you are nothing in the NBA if you are not attractive to free agents. You're just not going to win. You're just not going to win. And Chicago, Dallas, Miami are the three cities beyond the L.A. teams and the New York teams and Boston that have to be that consistent. We're open for business, but... The Bulls historically over the past, you know, 20 plus years with guard packs and that leadership, they just were never in a good enough spot. And, and when they had their, their core players, they didn't recruit well enough to go get, let, land LeBron in Chicago with D Rose. But now we feel confident enough. I do as a Bulls fan that we have leadership that can get that done and you have the pieces around it. So I love what the Bulls did. Absolutely slam dunk. I cannot wait to watch these last 30-plus games for the Bulls as they wind down the stretch. And um, and you see, you see what these guys have, you know, 20-something-plus games. Uh, I, you know, Vucevic and Levine are your core. You have Williams then as your third piece. You still have Kobe White. I think Kobe White should develop into your, your sixth man. Uh, you, you, you obviously, you know, I, I would love to see the Bulls be um, – a player for an Andre Drummond, I would. I think he'd be a great fit with Vucevic and a, a Levine. 
Uh, I don't know if that's what Drummond necessarily wants. There's a lot of other pieces, but I'm so pumped for what the Bulls did. You're listening to On the Mark here on Newstalk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Uh, faith family giving back. That's Cunis country. All right. I, before we go to break, I do want to touch on some of the other moves, uh, that were made in the NBA. Uh, and obviously the, the, the two other big ones that I think really have some real impact, uh, is Oladipo to the heat for a heat team to be able to keep Duncan Robinson, keep Tyler hero and add a player like Oladipo, who is a Jimmy Butler light. Who you is the type of guy you love to pair with a Jimmy Butler? I mean that that Heat team now so scrappy, so mentally tough, so physically tough. Bam, the shooters, Jimmy Butler, uh, and uh, and uh, and then uh, Oladipo and 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 Kendrick Nunn. I think this Miami Heat team, especially when they get Dragic back, if I had to predict right now as I look ahead, I, I don't see. How it's it's not the Heat in Brooklyn. I mean, the, the top of the East is very good. Uh, Philly's good. Brooklyn's good. Milwaukee's good. All three of those teams. Uh, Brooklyn's great. Philly and Milwaukee are very good. And I think Miami is now in that very good. Those four teams. And I know Miami's sitting there with the eighth seed. But watch them climb up, make a run here. The eighth seed, they're only separated uh, two games between uh, eight and four. And Charlotte, to their credit, now without LaMelo Ball, they're going to drop back. Uh, the Knicks are are getting everything they can out of that roster. I think Atlanta will taper off here. Boston, Miami, I think you'll see Chicago make a push into that as well. Uh, and, and who knows, can Charlotte hang on to a spot? Top four, though, I, I just don't see right now, if you had to force me to choose, I think your Eastern Conference Finals is Brooklyn and, and Miami. And I think it's going to be a great series. Gritty, tough, the scoring, the flash of a Brooklyn versus a Miami, the tough mentally, uh, physically, bam, uh, defense. Uh, it's going to be great, fun to watch. And then finally, yeah, Tyler, I agree. I think Aaron Gordon, I have that right here in my notes. Aaron Gordon to Denver's huge. Aaron Gordon is not necessarily by himself a elite defender, but you now have a guy with length, size, quickness, who you can throw at LeBron and throw at Kawhi. So now if you're Denver, you say we have Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon to just throw at them and make it tough because you're, you know, think about that length in that lineup with Denver now having Jokic, Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, all that size. You can then handle what LA and what, uh, uh, the, the Lakers and then you also can handle what the Clippers are throwing at you. Obviously, Utah Jazz, a lot of size as well. I think Denver put themselves in a great, great spot uh, with Aaron Gordon. And I and I would say right now, if you're going to make me choose, I think the, the Lakers need to land an Aldridge or a Drummond. They, and and I, I would prefer them to get Drummond. And I think Drummond would be the perfect guy to pair for another two to three years. I would sign him to a longer deal. I really would if you could. Uh, if you can make get that done. Bring him in for a year, see how it goes, and then get that done. Having Drummond... Uh, to be that third or fourth guy with LeBron, AD, and uh, you know Schroeder, I think the Lakers it, it, it still are the best team in the East, uh, the West. Excuse me, should be the favorites when they're all healthy. So I love it. I mean, this is what the NBA is made for: this trade deadline stuff, big moves. So pumped for my Bulls, and I think all Bulls fans, I get it. You want picks, obviously, you want to have some flexibility, but 
two, you know, what, eight or nine tenth overall picks and Wendell Carter Jr. to get yourself a bona fide all-star uh, level player to be the third, hopefully, option on your team. And when Williams develops, maybe even the fourth best player in your team, that's insane. A great move from the Bulls. Absolutely love it. Uh, absolutely love it. Yeah, and and, and Drummond's going to want to get paid, but he should. I, I you know, he, he's still a valuable piece in the NBA, and I think on the right team, on a Clippers, on a Lakers, he, he's completely invaluable for what they can offer. And having to deal with the size, because look at all the size that's in the East now too. You have to manage that size with whoever comes out of the East, with Giannis and, or you know Kevin Durant and, the, and Brooklyn with John DeAndre Jordan. It's a lot. So uh, there's still a lot of still some uh, moves to keep our eyes on for sure. All right, we're running way late. I, can, I you know when I get in this NBA talk, I, I could just ramble. You're listening on the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. When we come back. Let's get to some football. Massive moves in the NFL draft. The draft order will break all that down, what it means, what I think uh, you're going to see from these moves. Don't go anywhere. We're live and local Saturday morning here in Hannibal. It's on the mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO. Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO and the free KHMO mobile app for your smartphone. Work, school, grocery shopping, doctor's appointments, the gym, to the airport to pick up loved ones, to the kids' soccer games, piano lessons, out for movie night, to hear your favorite band in the city, over to grandma and grandpa's house, and on last year's amazing road trip. Your vehicle takes you so many places. Protect it. When you leave your vehicle, remember to always take your keys or key fob with you and lock the doors. If you suspect auto theft, contact the National Insurance Crime Bureau at 1-800-TELL-NICB. That's 1-800-TEL-NICB. Or visit our website at www.nicb.org. A public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. Hey, Sean Hannity here, encouraging you all to stay up to the minute on all the information on the coronavirus pandemic. Listen to my show. Go to my website, Hannity.com, staying in touch with your local health professionals and most of all, listening to this great radio station. By staying informed, we will stop the spread of coronavirus. KHMO and the free KHMO mobile app. All right, welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO. The KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith, family, giving back. That is Cunis country. All right, so we move on now to the NFL. And this was big news yesterday. And um, you think to yourself, well, they're making draft trades already. Well, the draft is less than a month away now at this point. And I, I I am very pro teams being aggressive early because the price only goes up the day, the week of, and the day before the draft as things get tight. I, I, you know, if you can make a deal happen earlier, I love it. And then it gives all those teams now way more flexibility and the rest of the NFL landscape, uh, it, it can light a fire under them to make moves because now they see what moves are being made. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, it all started yesterday. The Miami Dolphins had the third overall pick. That was from the Houston trade uh, for Laramie Tunsil. 
Uh, and they had their own uh, pick in the first round as well. So Miami uh, takes that number three pick and gives it to the 49ers. And they get the 49ers 12th pick. And the 49ers first and third in 2022. So next year's first and third. So And uh, the, tw- the first rounder in 2023. So the Niners now will be without a first round pick until 2024 unless they trade for a first round pick. But right now, the Niners are going all in and moving up to that three spot and giving up the next year's first and second rounder, uh, first, uh, the next two first rounders and a third rounder next year. So Miami then isn't done. They say, we want to actually go back up and use some of this dearth of picks that we have to get back into that top 10 for an elite skill position player, you'd think. And so then Miami goes to number six from number 12 to the Eagles. The Eagles get the 12 and the Dolphins give them, uh, uh, the Dolphins swap third rounders with them. So the Dolphins go from 123 to 156 and the, and the Eagles go from 156 to 123 and they get the Dolphins next year's first round pick. But that's okay because the Dolphins already have now a first round pick for next year from the Niners. So the Dolphins basically uh, net gain a first round, uh, two first round picks, a third rounder, and end up still in the top six. So the Dolphins absolutely, I think, brilliantly moved in this. And I love what this actually, there's nothing I don't love about this for all teams involved. So let me explain. If you're the 49ers, you now have the world as your oyster. The 49ers have one of, if not the, I would argue it's certainly top three when everyone's healthy. You could, you could convince me it is the best roster in the NFL. I mean, they are loaded. Tight end, they have good wide receivers, good running backs, a very good offensive line, uh, an elite, elite defensive line, solid linebackers, you know, a little work on the back end. It's a little old, but a, a very, very good uh, overall roster. And they have Jimmy G, who's expensive this year, but becomes very, very cost effective in the coming years. But I think this is a move that is 100% made for the 49ers to get a quarterback. And I think the 49ers feel very comfortable with the fact that they will be sitting there at that three spot and have to choose between Fields from Ohio State, Lance from North Dakota State, and Mac Jones from Alabama. Now, if I'm the San Francisco 49ers, of those three, personally with my situation... I like Lance or Fields coin toss because they're both very mobile. Fields is elite mobility. Uh, Lance is big and moves more like uh, a little bit of a slower Josh Allen, but very comparable to Josh Allen. Where Fields is more like, uh, you know, he's got flashes of Lamar Jackson, but a lot more almost kind of RG3, like elite straight line speed, but way bigger and stronger. I like Fields and Lance a ton, uh, very very high on them, and uh, and and if you're and if you're San Francisco, you say, listen, 
We're going to roll with Jimmy G for this year because Jimmy G gives us the best chance to win this year, especially if he's healthy. But now we have the guy who's going to be our future, and or if Jimmy G gets injured, we have a guy to, to plug and play and still be competitive this year. Because both, I think both Fields and Lance could could benefit. I think Wilson is well out of BYU. Lawrence is the only guy in this draft who I don't think benefits from sitting. I think Lawrence, you just got to throw him to the fire because uh, he's one of those generational talents. You're like, he's big, he's strong. I'm not necessarily worried about him getting hurt like a Deshaun Watson who was coming out and had a an injury history or a, or a, a, an RG3 who was slight of frame. I'm not worried about them getting hurt. I, I need to see Lawrence play. But for Wilson... Fields and Lance, I think all three of them could benefit from kind of the Tua, Mitchell Trubisky type of uh, of doing it. No one sits a whole year anymore or two years. I mean, unless you're apparently Jordan Love and whatever the Packers are doing. But I think they could benefit from a real offseason, real training camp, and you're going to get a lot more of that this year uh, than you did last year. And, uh, and then having someone to learn behind and having not the pressure of going right into it. And so I think this is the the Niners. Now, could the Niners also be making this move and saying, we want a Kyle Pitts or we want a, a, you know, a Jamar chase or we want a, uh, a Penny Sewell. Yeah, I could see that. And they'll have flexibility, but you don't give up two future first round picks. To not get a quarterback. You don't do that for a tackle or a wide receiver. The writing's on the wall. And if I'm Jimmy G, I'm okay. If I'm Jimmy G, I'm kind of okay with it. Cause Jimmy G's in a really good spot. He's gonna start. If he is healthy, he will be good. They will win games. And the worst that can happen is he gets cut and he is a, a, a very attractive free agent next year. Or, by training camp, the Niners realized, you know what, we can really roll with one of these rookies. We feel really confident about that. And then you trade Jimmy G to New England, Chicago, wherever, what what do you see what you can get for him? I think you know, maybe you try to get a, a get back and in, in, in some high end picks, a second rounder, a third rounder to make up for what you gave up to move up. So I think it's a win for the Niners. Obviously it's a win for Miami because Miami now, you, you assume the first three picks are going to be quarterbacks, right? We assume, and, and I think we can play that game, Lawrence, uh, Wilson, and then either Fields or Lance. And I want it on the record. I would take Fields or Lance over Wilson. I like Wilson a lot. I worry about Wilson in, in his body and, and the, and the pressure that comes with being an NFL. And I can get more on that as we get towards the draft. Uh, but, I just, for the record, I would take Lancer Fields over Wilson. I think all three of them are very comparable. I like the upside of Lance a ton. I like the, the I like the right now the mobility of 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 Fields a little bit more than I like Wilson. I just that's just me, preference to each their own. Um, but for the Dolphins, you think okay, there are like five elite elite position players in this draft. The two offensive linemen, Slater out of Northwestern, Penne Sewell out of Oregon, two or three wide receivers, pick your poison, you know, Jamar Chase, uh, Jalen Waddell, uh, Devontae Smith. Uh, and, and then, you know, 
you, you have, uh, you know, a couple other guys, you have a couple other guys, defensive backs and Patrick Sertain that are like, oh, okay, wow, those are can't miss guys. So Miami's going to guarantee that they get one of those guys. And if I'm Miami, I would get myself a wide receiver for Tua and I would get him a Waddle or a Smith, somebody he's really comfortable with. And just be like, now we got our cornerstone wide receiver. You added Fuller in the offseason. Or get yourself the other thing was was Kyle Pitts. Go get him an elite tight end prospect. And then for the Eagles, you know how much I've been hating on the Eagles since they uh, – it's just been a debacle since the end of the season. And I really think that. I actually love this for the Eagles because now the Eagles are sending a clear message. And even though I don't like their coach and I don't like what their GM's doing – I think clear messaging the NFL is very important for your locker room. We are rolling 100% with Jalen Hurts. He's our guy. He's going to get a year to prove if he can be the guy or not. And what do we do? We added a first-round pick to next year. So, And we assume that Carson Wentz is going to play 75% of the snaps and or make the playoffs. So there you go. Now, if you're the Eagles, you you can go into to, to next year saying we have three first round picks, our own, the Dolphins, and the Colts. And so, if it doesn't work for Hertz, we're the only team that can offer three first round picks to move up to get the elite quarterback prospect. You know what I mean? So the Eagles, I actually love this for them as well. So a home run all around for all three teams. You get clear direction for the Eagles, and you have a lot of ammunition. The Niners are going to be able to get someone that they feel they can build around long-term while still having Jimmy G. And giving up two first-round picks to get your guy quarterback, I'm okay with that. I'm very comfortable with that as a fan. And for Miami, you now gain more picks, more ammunition for next year's draft if it doesn't work for Tua, and you're going to give Tua a guy, whether it's tight end, offensive lineman, or wide receiver, to say, no more excuses. I got to see some more from you this year. You got Will Fuller. You could end up with a, a, an elite left tackle or another elite wide receiver or another or the elite tight end. Now you have the pieces. So I, I love it for all three of these teams. I think the next or the other move you'll see is I think if I'm Atlanta at that four, you now have the final golden ticket. Because you now can say to any of those teams out there, if you want to guarantee that you can get Lance, Fields, or Wilson, one of those three, and if you love them all three like I do, then you got to get to number four. We got number four. And if I'm Atlanta, I think that four spot, what you can get for that is way more valuable for them than drafting Lance, Field, or Wilson. Because I think Atlanta's still got two good years out of Matt Ryan. They don't need to worry about a quarterback, I think, for two years. I really don't. I think you see a rejuvenated Matt Ryan, and I think they could sense that in the building already with Arthur Smith coming in. Uh, you're listening on the mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Tell them Mark sent you. When we come back, March Madness. Let's look at the Sweet 16. I'll tell you what I like, what I don't like going this weekend, why you should listen to me anyways. My bracket is in literally in the toilet. But I think most of us are. So let's try to break down what we've seen so far and uh, go from there. We're live and local on KHMO here in beautiful downtown Hannibal. It's on the mark. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. Hello, I'm Mark Smith, Acting Director of the Illinois Department of Children and Family Services. 
For months, Illinois children have been isolated at home without teachers, coaches, family, or other adults to see them. But that has changed as some sports practices have resumed, annual physicals are scheduled, and schools have welcomed back students. During these difficult times, if you're a teacher, school counselor, pediatrician, dentist, or child care provider, your interaction with children and their families is more important than ever. We share your commitment to protecting all of our Illinois children. If you suspect a child is being abused or neglected, we are here 24 hours a day to take your report online at illinois.gov forward slash DCFS or by phone at 1-800-25-ABUSE. Equal opportunity, especially in the workforce, is the cornerstone of the American dream. Being employed gives us the confidence to be financially independent. There's real meaning in supporting ourselves and those we care about. We feel respected, useful, even empowered to become leaders. But what if you were one of the six and a half million people in the U.S. with an intellectual or developmental difference, such as autism? 81% of adults with developmental differences don't even have a paid job, and only about a third of the public believes they're capable of having leadership roles. Now is the time to change that. Join the SunTrust Foundation in supporting Autism Speaks, Best Buddies, and Special Olympics in creating pathways to one million employment and leadership opportunities for this talented community by 2025. Together, we can build a broader workforce for the future. Visit DeliveringJobs.org to learn more. Our veterans risked it all to protect our freedoms. And now they need our help as we all fight the coronavirus. At an unprecedented time in history, our most vulnerable veterans are isolated at hospitals. And during their greatest time of need, their family, hospital volunteers, and staff can have little or no contact with them. Being alone can be terrifying, but we all can help. Help Heal Veterans, with the support of citizens like you, creates, manufactures, and distributes therapeutic art and craft projects for our veterans and military, at no charge to them. We invite you to join us in supporting an isolated or sick veteran and help them through this desperate time. To learn more, visit HealVets.org. This message is furnished by Help Heal Veterans, a not-for-profit organization that has been helping veterans for nearly 50 years. HealVets.org We've always had villains to face. But you, you are the most horrible of all. We all have the power to do something. To stand up to cancer. Stand up to fight. Stand up to win. Visit StandUpToCancer.org to learn more. With a chance for scattered storms, daytime highs approaching 70, southwesterly winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. Cloudy skies again tonight. Lows dip down to about 40. Tomorrow, high of 56. Temperatures a bit above average Monday and Tuesday with highs from the low 60s to the upper 60s. Right now, 50. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith family giving back. That's Cunis country. They're paying big time for your trade-ins right now. 0% on Honda and Hyundai. Tell them Mark sent you when you stop by. All right, I want to take a couple minutes here and uh, go over uh, March Madness. And obviously, uh, we are into the Sweet 16. And I'm just going to kind of go, uh, you know, kind of 
region by region what I think will happen, what I like, and uh, and and you know what, try to have some fun with it, make some predictions, and see where we go. I feel good. You know, it's so it's so much easier once you get to the Sweet Sixteen to really feel confident about what you think is going to happen because you have all this data, you and and you can roll with that because you've seen the first. Uh, we can go by. So let's start up in, um, let's start, actually, you know, let's go to the East because I think the East uh, is pretty easy. I, I, I feel confident with what I think of the East. I, I think Michigan takes care of Florida State pretty easily. I think, I don't think Florida State can score enough to hang with Michigan. That game is Sunday at, uh, five o'clock on CBS. And I think Michigan, uh, holds strong, takes care of business and, and, and moves on. And then I honestly, in the, in the South, I think Alabama. I think Alabama is one of those. I think this is the, the East is the one region where you're going to get one versus two in the, in the Elite Eight. And I, and I, and I like Michigan from there on out. I think Michigan takes care of business in the East. Uh, Alabama's going to be, and, and Michigan's going to be a great game to watch because Alabama loves to run, get up and down. Michigan kind of wants to slow it down a little bit more, work from the inside out with, uh, uh, with their big men. And so, uh, I, it, the East is, is the one that's, that looks semi-normal. And I think it's the one that will end up being that way in the Elite Eight. And, uh, and then with Michigan coming out on top. Uh, let's move over to, uh, the, the South. You have Baylor Villanova. Uh, that game is today at 515. And then you have Arkansas Oral Roberts. And that game's today at, uh, 725 on TBS. So Arkansas, I love. I, I, Arkansas and the must bus is one of those teams where I'm mad at my. I have Arkansas here at this point in time, and I have them uh, in, in in my bracket. Would have been losing to Ohio State, uh, but I love Arkansas against Oral Roberts. Obviously, three fifteen, the Cinderella run. Can Oral Roberts keep it going? I just don't think Oral Roberts can run with Arkansas. And then you deal with the length of Arkansas, and they can shoot the three as well. I think that's just too much for Oral Roberts at this point in time. You know, Oral Roberts obviously had a favorable matchup once they beat Ohio State against Florida because they played a similar game. I just don't think Oral Roberts can be able to run with an Arkansas. So I like Arkansas there, and I do love Baylor. I mean, Villanova, again, has shocked a lot of people getting to this point. Uh, I sir, I had them losing to Purdue, even though Purdue didn't make it out of the first round. Uh, and I think this is one of those things where Villanova versus Winthrop is one of those. Uh, a lot of people overreacted, wanted that 12-5 upset. And then for Villanova, North Texas is so much of an easier matchup for them than it would have been Purdue. And I think Baylor just is so long. They shoot so well. They get it inside and dish it out. They move, the ball movement for Baylor is incredible. They're a one seed for a reason. I think Baylor holds tight. And and then Baylor versus Arkansas, I got to be honest, I, I think the one seeds, I, I like the favorite here as well. I think Baylor, again, the length, the the shooting, uh, it's going to be a fun match to watch because both these teams love to run. And, uh, and I think that's going to be probably the best of the Elite Eight matchups. I mean, Michigan and, and, and Alabama will be a lot of fun. I think this is just drama and craziness. Baylor versus Arkansas could be great. Um, let's move over to the Midwest, which is the craziest of all the brackets. You have a 2 and 11 in Syracuse and Houston. And I like uh, Syracuse. I think Houston's one of those teams that, and we've seen it, they beat up on bad teams. And they can flat out score. But Syracuse and that zone, you forget about it. Uh, in in March and 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 the fact that Syracuse 
has shooting. A Buddy Bayheim's one of those guys that's just making himself uh, a March Madness legend this year. I, I just like the, I think Syracuse takes that magical run, and and I and I like them against Houston. I think it's a tight game. I think it's low scoring, and if Syracuse can keep it low scoring, then they then they win, and, and I think they will. I think I think the zone is going to be too much for Houston to handle. Uh, and then finally in the in the Midwest, Loyola, Chicago, Oregon State. You got I I I like Oregon State. I think they are an incredible story right now. But Sister Jean, Loyola, Chicago, I. Loyola Chicago just is one of those teams that really should be a five or a, uh, a four seed. I mean, if you go by the Ken Bomb ratings, I do trust Ken Bomb. I like Loyola Chicago, and I like Loyola Chicago get to the Final Four. I think they can handle the zone in Syracuse. I don't think they're scared of that of a Syracuse matchup at all. And I'd like them against Houston as well. I'm all in on Loyola Chicago. And then finally, in the West, all the pressure in the world is on Gonzaga right now. They should, if Gonzaga does not win this March Madness tournament, they'll never win a title. All the pressure in the world is on them, and it sucks for them that they have a, a really, I think, favorable matchups, but it's tough because that pressure. I think Creighton can score early with Gonzaga, and if that mentally gets in Gonzaga's head, that could be bad. I, I still like Gonzaga to take care of Creighton. I think it's lower scoring tight. And USC, Oregon, whichever one of those teams gets to play Gonzaga, and I think it's going to be USC, I think that's going to be a fun matchup. I think they could get in the head of Gonzaga quickly as well. I'll take Gonzaga into the Final Four, so it'll end up, even if it's a crazy tournament, I think you're going to end up with three one seeds: Baylor, Gonzaga, Michigan, and then Sister Jean and uh, and uh, Loyola Chicago, and we'll go from there. Next week, we'll, we'll kind of re re uh Reevaluate on the show next week, and we'll see what happens. But if you're going to make me predict, I got Loyola, Chicago, Michigan, Baylor, Gonzaga. It's been a lot of chaos. I think those one seeds hold suit, and uh, and Loyola, Chicago, I just think is the best team left in the Midwest. So we'll go from there. Have some fun with it. All right, final break. Quick one. When we come back, I got too much to talk about, so we'll see what I can wrap up here in the last couple of seconds. Live and local on a Saturday in Hannibal. It's on the mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO. KHMO Weather sponsored. I'm Megan Hawker. And welcome to Heartbeat. According to a recent study by Amazon, Philippians 4, 6-7 is the most highlighted scripture in the Bible. Don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Is it any wonder that in our intense, maxed out culture, that this would be the most highlighted scripture? God knew we would need constant reminders of his peace and his love. And this scripture is a gift to any of us who struggle with anxiety. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, make sure this verse is highlighted in your Bible and be reminded of a peace that transcends all understanding. Heartbeat is brought to you by the Salvation Army. Doctors Without Borders teams confront hard facts in conflict and crisis zones. When others look away, we step in to act. Because measles still kills more than 100,000 children every year. We're there to vaccinate more than 1 million. Because some countries have only one or two mental health professionals. We provided over 400,000 mental health consultations last year. The fact is, your support makes our life-saving work possible. Picture the impact we can have together. DoctorsWithoutBorders.org 
Feeling off balance? The problem might be in your ears. We can help. Call the VEDA helpline at 800-837-8428. Sponsored by the Vestibular Disorders Association. Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO on the KHMO app. Brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai. Over 3,000 new and used vehicles to choose from. You are doing yourself a disservice if you don't go to Cunis if you're in the market for a new vehicle. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Tell them Mark sent you 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith family giving back. That is Cunis country. All right. Last couple minutes here. I want to shout out NASCAR. If you have been thinking about watching NASCAR, this weekend, tomorrow is the day to watch NASCAR. Watch it with me. I will be watching on the big screen, March Madness on the little screen. First dirt race in NASCAR in 50 years in the Cup Series. It's awesome. I love that they're doing this. And 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 I talked about this almost a year ago during the pandemic when NASCAR came back. When NASCAR came back during the pandemic, I bought so much into it. First off, A, they took it seriously. Uh, great health and safety protocols, and then they evolved. They stood behind Bubba Wallace. They uh, uh, they abolished the the Confederate flag. They they went all in in supporting him with the Black Lives Matter movement. And what NASCAR has shown over the last year is more growth and more evolution. And I think it's a home run. Look at what they did this year. After all of that support that they got. And, and building and growing new fans into the sport. What do they give them this year? If you tune, if you've been tuning in more road courses, which creates incredible amounts of drama, uh, fun, uniqueness. It pushes these drivers to their limits. Also, they go dirt track racing. How cool is that? That we're going to get to watch all of these stars, Keslowski, Denny Hammond, uh, Chase Elliott, all on the dirt. Oh, it's going to be can't miss in Bristol. Which Bristol alone is must-watch TV. It is the craziest little track they got. And then you throw the dirt in. Oh, I cannot wait for tomorrow to watch NASCAR. Tune in with me. I think it's a home run. And I, I'm all in on NASCAR. I really am. I, I, they've just been hitting home runs. They, they haven't been staunchy. They've been willing to evolve, change, try new things. And I think it's great for the sport. Absolutely great. Finally, Mel Kuyper said something really interesting. Really interesting. He said, a draft expert ESPN, that he would take Sam Darnold over every QB besides Trevor Lawrence. I don't know if he has some sort of like family relationship with the, with the Darnold family or what he's trying to pull, but Darnold is now the piece to watch for a lot of things. I think Darnold is a starting quarterback in this league, and I think Darnold is the type of guy, like a Jimmy G, where on a very different scale, but very much in that if he's given all the right pieces and the right coaching, he very well could be in that 10 to 15 range of quarterback. He's that talented. If he has the right supporting cast, is he Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes? No, but is he better than a, can he be better than a Kirk Cousins or a Dak Prescott? I think so. And I think in the right situation, the right spot, you just don't know. And where could Darnold end up? He's going to be the fixture. Or could the Jets really be all in on Darnold and go? And if the Jets are, I highly suggest the Jets trade that number two pick and get a dearth of picks and, and players. 
Uh, I, I think they're going to take Wilson, uh, and I think it's probably the smart move, but Darnold's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, that's the name to keep an eye on. And, and Mel Kuyper still thinks very highly of him. Thank you for tuning in on the mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. We will see you next week. Enjoy the Sweet 16. Tune into some NASCAR Bulls. Vucevic, he's on my screen. Let's go, let's go, let's go. On the mark. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week.